Hi guys, welcome back to Twin Talk, where reaction not twins. Well, somewhat, we watched Fear Street. We'll get into it right now. But yes, um, that was our homework assignment for the week. We, I think I failed my homework assignment. Robert probably got a, a C or a D. No, C. I mean, you, two out of three. Yeah, a, a, a D. No, you got a C, right? Two or a C. Well, I don't know anymore. What's like 66%? <laughs> we'll round it up. It's a, it's a C. 70. <laughs> Um, yeah, so with that being said, I started Fear Street. I did, you know, I have, I had it planned out. I was like, I'm going to watch one, part one yesterday, um, finish it during nap time until I realized it was an hour and 45 minutes and it's not just an episode of something, it's a whole movie. Yeah. So that threw my plan out and it threw it even more out when I started watching it. So I started watching it, and it's just so gory. I did not see it coming to be so gory. And then also, so freaking dark. So I'm, like, watching it in the middle of the day, and I'm trying to squint and fold clothes and do work at the same time. And it's it was very hard for me to focus on anything. So I kind of got upset and turned it off after an hour. Yeah, so dark in, I'm guessing... You're saying like the actual film production, like the lighting of the. Yeah, it's like filmed at night all the time. It's much. yeah, it's it's always like that. Um, I had actually started the first movie. Um, we re- we got like halfway through it a while back, and we just finished the first movie, and then we watched the second movie. But actually, Fear Street. Thief. It's so for those who don't know, it's a trilogy on Netflix, which was released this summer, um, and they were released back to back. So it kind of goes the plot of the story. I'm guessing goes back in time. It starts with Fear Street. That was like 1992. It's 94, and then the second one is 1978. And then the last final part is 1666. So it works its way backwards to it. But what I actually just found out right now, it's actually based off a, a, a horror fiction series written by R.L. Stein, which is actually the, the, the guy who wrote the, the Goosebumps. Yeah, Goosebumps. Bro, that man, man probably had something up in his head for sure. That's, that's up with Yeah. So... They they released it. Um, <laughs> oh, goosebumps! Actually, it's not not at all. Nothing compared to goosebumps. No, it's it. not. It's it's a lot more. It is gorier. It's a, it's very like, I guess it it has like that. I don't know. I, I kind of get it like kind of those slasher movies. So kind of like how Friday the Thirteenth is and yeah, and that's Scream. Emo, well, so I watched Scream and I love all of the Scream movies. Mm-hmm. But 
I did not love this one. <laughs> well, according to this, they were trying to follow like a a scream esque kind of thing to it. Um, the, but the the storyline of it, it's about like a witch that possesses people, pretty much. Yeah. So the way that you kind of figure things out, obviously, you start working your way back with the movie. So. In the first movie, you're in 1994. It takes place in this fictional town of Ohio, it's, uh, which started off as a colony. I think it, it was called Union 1666, which you find out in the second movie. Um, also, uh, if you guys haven't watched this and you guys happen to listen and haven't watched it and want to watch it, there's obviously going to be a spoilers in this podcast heavy spoiled uh so just you've been warned so anyways so in this fictional town it's like the colony is divided then into shadiesville and sunnyville so Mm -hmm. in shadiesville it's kind of like where all the bad things happen like all the tragedy so in the first scene you're in the mall uh you follow this this girl heather who's closing up her store and then her boyfriend right no, her friend, which I forgot his name, but he, he kind of, like, goes on a killing spree. And then... Uh, wearing a skull mask. Yeah, wearing a skull mask and just stabbing everybody, which he ends up stabbing Heather. And then so that gets everybody in Shadyville talking. Um, they, they are like, oh, it's the witch. Because the whole premise of the whole... Th- movie in a sense it's about this witch uh which i forgot her name but she basically got like she was sentenced well supposed witch but she was sentenced to be burned at the stake in 1666 which is the first the last movie but before she got burned and hung she cut off her hand and so well she didn't plan it right or she put it on the ground so yes of everyone yeah so like so then she like the cutting off her hand and then losing her hand onto like the ground or whatnot kind of began the curse gave her the ability to to have a control to possess people so basically the whole movies are the possessions of people who turn psycho and then go kill somebody so you have the skull killer but you also have other people who show up in the first movie. You have this uh, this guy with a the one that uh, drowns people. Right? Well, so the first known thi- uh, known like possession, I think, is like nineteen oh four, and it, it goes on from that. So, like in the first movie, you you learn about um, so basically the reason why they start it follows like this group of, of friends it follows uh this girl named dina and then her brother and then a, two of her dina's friends kate and simon and then so they try to figure out what happened to heather um dina's the only one that doesn't really believe that it, it was like the witch they say that the witch was back which I, her name's like sarah or something um and then so they actually the night of the murder or the day after they had a football game versus Sunnysville. So they went to Sunnysville and then 
they obviously they kind of have a rivalry going on. So on the way back to Shadysville, the a couple of Sunnyville kids were following the bus and then they ended up crashing and Dina's ex-girlfriend Sam actually like came in contact I guess with the body of the of Sarah and then so that's when she uh saw the vision of of the witch and then so she was very the witch obviously was very upset and sent all her kind of like uh kind of like people that she's possessed to go kill Sarah um which are all the people that like from 1904 were possessed and killed people so even the 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 school mask killer um and then there was this guy from the camp who had like a a, I guess like a potato sack over his head and had an axe and then this girl named Ruby Lane which uh she killed like seven eight people plus her boyfriend and sang so they all so she sent her to go get um Sam and so what they noticed along the whole thing is that they're only after Sam because they like so they they follow the scent of Sam's blood so for example after the crash I mean, Dina, on his shirt right Simon had blood on his yeah. shirt that's why whatever they are, went after him at first. Ruby, the, the chick. Yes. She starts stabbing at him. I don't know. It was so dark. She, she, likes, she like tries cutting and like all that stuff. And then that's when Dina and they, them shoot, the, shoot her in the head. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I saw that part, obviously. Um, but I just, it was so dark. I don't know. Yeah, it, it helps when you watch it at night. I'm like almost done with the second. Because the second one is just as dark as it is it's it, like it's filmed at night yeah and it, um, it's just you know i like to watch all my stuff while i do other things too yeah i get you i wake up at five in the morning so i'm not trying to wake up go to bed late yeah like 11 p.m watching a scary movie which will probably push me to not want to fall asleep till later but anyway, so. yeah so then they, they notice that like they're after sam so they um they keep running and, and they they're they're being chased by all these people and then so they come to the conclusion because they actually ended up locking the three killers serial killers ghosts whatever in the bathroom and lit them on fire and then so that ended up like killing them for like a few seconds but they actually like revived and then so they realized there was like a curse that they would say like a, a kind of like a a like you know like london bridge all the stuff like kind of like a kid song yes so they would say that the curse follows you until you're dead so they realized that they had to kill sam and uh so it ends up with them trying to get sam to overdose on pills but sam actually ends up throwing up the pills and then so it they end up killing her by drowning her in the lobster tank and so but in that part and then so as soon so let me rewind a little bit before that there was this one survivor which ties together to the second film because the second film takes place in the campsite of 1978 which is the rise of Thomas Slanter which is the serial killer who got possessed by Sarah and is now known as like the 
killer with the axe and the potato sack over his head. Um, it's kind of like intricate. It's kind of hard to like talk because like it makes sense as you watch it. Um, but basically, they kill Sam, but then they bring her back to life. They have asked the lone survivor or one of the survivors who happened to see Sarah and had a vision, which was see. I forgot her last name, but what it was the girl who from the second movie who's older now and so they called her they're like we saw that you died and got revived is that how you managed to break the curse but after a couple of days of killing Sam and bringing her back to life they get a call back uh, from the lady from um, the second story and then the, she was like the curse never stops and then so it and the first movie ends with Sam actually being possessed by the by the witch or like uh, I guess and then so they tie her up and then they take her to the house of the survivor of the the camps uh, the the campsite and then so that's when the first movie ends and then the second movie starts so then in the second movie Dina and her brother James are with Sam in Ziggy so her nickname is Ziggy you find that out in the second movie um and then so that's when she starts retelling the stories of 1978 so uh, the second story is just basically them in the camp it's called Camp Nutwig Nightwig let me see Camp Night Nightwing Night yeah so it's Camp Nightwing so that is it starts off normal, obviously. Ruby Lane had already died. So that's the girl who stabbed Simon in the first, in the first movie. Um, and her mother is a nurse in Camp uh, Nightwing. And then so obviously everybody's like, oh, the murderer, all this stuff. Like she, she went psycho. But her mom is trying to find out why her daughter went psycho and killed eight people, including herself. So she goes on Ruby. Ruby, yes. So she goes on this whole mission and then she comes across actually. So the where the campsite is located is where Sarah was hung and where she cut off her arm. So the mom of Ruby ends up finding Sarah's house, ends up finding uh like graves and she's digging graves trying to find the hand because she realizes that the hand is is yeah so she realizes that the hand needs to be brought to the body in over in order for the curse to stop and because she so she finds a book she finds everything uh and she starts learning about that and then so she gets into this room where it's like stone and there's people's names carved into it and then so she saw Ruby Lane's name. And then she saw Thomas Slatter's name. So she goes to kill Thomas uh, because she knows that Thomas is going to become possessed and start killing people. So she, she goes and fights Thomas, but then fails. And then she was like, oh, I, I'm sorry, I can't help you. 
you, tonight you're gonna die anyways. Um, so then, obviously they were like shake, and then that's actually when Thomas, like Tommy, starts like showing signs of like being possessed, and then his girlfriend Cindy starts wondering like okay why did nurse uh, lane do this like was she on drugs was it all that so then they go check the infirmary where they find the notebook and then they they see all these x's of graves and all that stuff and then the, they're like okay we're gonna go check it out they checked out the witch's house and then they found like a like a bunch of tunnels there uh, that were like drawn on the journal so they knew and then that's when Tommy got fully possessed and then he killed he went on a killing spree and so killed Tommy yeah yeah he he gets he so he's possessed first so he's not dead he's he's possessed killing these people but he dies later on in the film because sin the nurse lane whatever she didn't kill him no she failed oh she failed she failed okay mm -hmm. and then but like he wasn't possessed then how did she fail so she, tommy is like a bigger dude so she, he just like he like defended himself and then she dropped the knife and then i get i i don't remember if she like passed out or something but then like the medics came and took her away but before she passed out she was like and before she attacked him, she was like, I'm sorry, I can't save you. Today, uh -huh. you die either way. Yeah, I heard um, that. I just didn't know the other part where she, um, I didn't hear about the failing, but. Yeah, so then, um, so basically, he goes on the killing street. He kills, like, a bunch of people. Um, and then Cindy she in or because they all went to the house to figure out what the drawings meant what everything meant try to see what they could find from sarah's house and it's that's when tommy goes crazy so then cindy's with her friend alice and they hide in like kind of like a cave of the house and so they're trying to escape from tommy but tommy leaves and goes on his killing spree and then so they tr they figure out that the drawings in the book are correlated with like the shapes and the, the turns of the tunnel so they follow it and then they finally managed to get out and cindy is reunited with her little sister which is ziggy which is the first lady that they in the first movie the one that survived yeah the one that said that the curse never ends yeah and then so they go and then tommy comes in and starts trying to kill ziggy because they're going after ziggy in this movie and then so cindy ends up stabbing tommy and that's when tommy dies and then alice who got crippled so she was a few like minutes behind in the tunnel she comes out and she actually found sarah's hand mm -hmm. and then they're like they all sat down in the circle and then they're like, okay, we obviously found the hand and we figured, we know that she died in the hanging tree, which happens to be on the campsite. So let's go end the curse. But um, 
so remember how I said in the first movie when Sam touched like the by mistake like the body yeah. of like the the witch she her her nose started bleeding and she had like a vision yeah so Ziggy she touched the hand and her her nose started bleeding or, or I think her nose started bleeding and blood fell that's where I'm kind of confused I don't know if like she touched it and that's why she got like she got the vision or if blood from her nose fell on the thing and then that's kind of how the curse is triggered by the blood of somebody so then whatever so Ziggy's blood falls on the hand and she sees the witch and then she says that she's very angry all that stuff so then all three of them realize okay it's time for us to go find the body to reunite this so when they go to the tree before they go to the tree they start resurrecting like all these shady side killers start resurrecting so you have ruby lane you have like the guy who drowns people all that stuff and then tommy as well so then tommy ends up killing alice um and cindy manages to decapitate him but obviously when you're dead and you're resurrecting his head kind of just like grows back in a sense they burned those people they just exactly they just kind of like come back they're already dead exactly they look like clay and they kind of just grow grow up together and then get together and then just go go back to normal so then ziggy and cindy they find the tree where sarah o was hanged and then they start digging around the tree but then in order to find the body but then they find a rock that say that says like the witch forever lives and then so in the first movie everybody runs past everybody else because they're going after sam so in this movie they run past cindy and they realize that um that they're just going after ziggy but cindy like drops the hand uh, because they they were trying to find the body, she drops a hand and sacrifices herself, and then she is actually they're both murdered, and then somebody resuscitates Ziggy versus via CPR. So that's why in the first movie they said that the lone survivor died, but then she survived, and that's when they got the idea that they had to kill Sam. Ah. Oh. So during all this, the story ends, and then you go back to 1994, where Dina and Josh are talking to Ziggy. Um, but that's when they – she went by another name. The, she went by Christina Berman, which um, they realize is Ziggy. And then so they've told her that they found the body, but now they need to find the hand because they dropped it in the, the campsite. So they go to the mall, which is built over the, the camp, and they unbury the hand, and then they take it to the body. And then so Dina reunites the hand with the body, but then Dina's nose starts bleeding. I don't, so I don't think it's the um, blood that touches, but I think it's the whole combination of handling the possessed that causes the nosebleed. But then, I don't remember Alice's nose bleeding because she's the one that picked up the hand. She's the one that, all that stuff. Oh. I, don't, I, I don't remember, I don't quite remember her nose bleeding. Like, 
I thought Sam's nose was bleeding because of the whole car crash situation or whatever. Uh-huh. I, was, I didn't get to part two, so I don't know. But um, in part two, did any of them have like a nosebleed because of an accident? No, there was no accident. So, so uh, Ziggy's nose started bleeding when she was with the hand like the hand was in front of her i don't know if she touched it i don't know if that maybe it, it was caused by that but so where we finished off it at the end of the second film so at, when dino's nose started bleeding she like has a flashback and then so she's in 1666 and she realizes that she is sarah and then that's where it ends. And then so in the, the Fear Street Part 3, it's in 1666, which is the last film of it. And that it was kind the of... Witch herself of Sarah, whatever. Yeah, so after they reunite the hand, Dina has a vision of 1666 from the perspective of Sarah. And then so it kind of just like, goes there i haven't watched that so i don't know what it is but it makes sense when you watch all three of them because obviously things add up um but overall it is dark the way that it's filmed but i i i like it it's it's not bad it's actually not bad it's it's pretty interesting i think i might have to just watch it at nighttime. Mm-hmm. Like- break it down it's just it's gonna take me like a whole week to watch it like actually watch it because i was sitting down in the middle of the day trying to screw like literally squinting at the screen on the tv to try to figure out what was happening and like mm-hmm. that was okay i was telling email i'm like it sounds like a disney plot but rated r like those halloween disney movies yeah stuff like that. but now it makes sense because it's written by the author of goosebumps yeah so that i have to that now that we know that but um like it was okay but i just i felt like it was super gory at the beginning i guess that's it, just kind of threw no. me it's it's very gory like even the second film like you see this guy's head getting bashed in with an axe yeah you see like, you see like this guy getting decapitated and all that oh wow you see like i don't really need to see that i like those movies that, that are like like it when we watched it, it's more suspenseful than anything. Okay. More of like keeping you on the edge, thriller kind of thing, and the whole killing spree stuff. It's kind of, I don't know. I mean that that makes sense, but they don't show me so much of like the whole s- s- continuous stabbing. <laughs> Have you seen that yeah. of the 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 stab 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 slash slash whatever. And yeah. Then, yeah, yeah, I, I have, I have. That's literally but, with the with that movie. But it's, I mean, it, so it is gory, and that's kind of something that we like. I noticed, and it's actually like they 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 do the gore really well. Like they put a lot of like effort and makeup into it because it's not like and they make sure that you watch it <laughs> like they they like put a scene of the guy just getting so like they'll like slash the head 
So in the first movie, Kate, which is one of her friends, she actually like she's fighting with one of the, I guess, ghosts, and he stabs her, and then she falls into like a bread slicer, and then so like her head gets like sliced into like chunks, and then so you see that, and then in the second film, Tommy like like slashes his axe into like the skull of Alice's boyfriend and then to you see the axe going into his skull and then you like repeatedly see it and then at the end when it's done they like show his like <laughs> they show his head like all like like discombobulated. yeah discombobulated and just like um all that and so like obviously it's very gory it's uh a lot gorier than i would have liked but it's i think it's it gets better as you watch it in a sense of just like the plot because things start making sense and then things start like okay so this is why it's happening and what i also found interesting is that all these all these three movies they were like released a week apart so it turns out that they had started filming in 2015 and or in 2017 and they just filmed back to back on all that stuff they're all an hour and 45 minutes long yeah roughly that's crazy but i I would like to read the book maybe i I mean i don't know how how comparable the book is like i don't know if like it's it's like you know like oh it's based off on that. I mean, it says it's based off on it because it says um, that here it says R.L. Stein revived the book series in October 2014 and in 2021, a trilogy of films based on the franchise was released weekly on Netflix. Yeah, there's like, so I just looked up Fear Street books and it's a series. It's not just three. It's like, yeah, it's just, yeah. There's two, hold up, I'm still scrolling. I don't, there's 51 Jeez. in the first original Fear Street series, 51. And then the new Fear Street, there's four. Fear Street novel, there's a couple there, or whatever. That's just, return, how many Fear, like, how would you even start this? There's different sagas, like there's Fear Street Cheerleaders, and that itself has five different books. The Cataluna Chronicles has three. Fear Street Fear Park. Like it's, what? The Ghost of Fear Street. Okay, maybe I, it's too much to read. How do I you- would, I mean, I would just read, if anything. Maybe the original one. Yeah, just the original Fear Street. So it's Fear Street books, and it's, there is the new girl 14 of them um okay that's not what i'm looking at then yeah well it starts with the new girl and it ends with fear street nights okay so i see so the original fear street series that i opened up it starts with new girl but it ends with track oh yeah yeah yeah, jk and then new fear street has four books and then a fear street novel Mm -hmm. return to fear street that's crazy. I, like a way that you can just Google and see how to read this. It started in 1989. So Ghost of Fear Street is a younger version 
a Fear Street series aimed at children aged ages eight to twelve. Yeah, read that one. <laughs> you read that one. Start off. And then, I don't. I don't get scared easily with like certain things. It's just the gore, like that. I don't know, but anyways, since we didn't finish, let me see this. Um, Fear Street overall, I got an hour into the first one, and then Robert has gotten into the pretty much the end of the second one, but not the third yet. Yes. We will rank it in a fair warning for all of you guys to watch kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I personally, like, enjoyed it. The, it's, it's, like, I mean, the first two movies, I, I still haven't seen the third one. But out of... What? going to watch the third one? Yeah, probably not today, but maybe... I'm going to finish the last, like, ten minutes I have of the second film. And then I'll watch the, the second one later on. Um, I mean, the third one later on. Um, but I think... Like, I personally think they're, I mean, they're not the best movies, but I think it's decent. I feel like you can watch them and you can enjoy it. I mean, with Halloween coming up, I feel like it's a good enough movie to probably sit down with maybe like a couple of friends or something and watch it throughout the day because it is a three-part series or something like that. Um, yeah, exactly. I mean, I, I read that people kind of wish that it would be, it would have been made into like a show instead of a movie well i think so i would have benefited more if it was a show if it was a 45 minute show and with like 12 episodes or something like that definitely probably most likely would have enjoyed it versus you know the whole hour and 45 i i clearly have an attention span for 45 to an hour (laughs) Like anything more than that, I'm like it's wasting too much of my time. So it's a red, it's a red flag for you. You're like, I, I can't do this. Yeah, it's it's wasting too much of my time. Like I, especially since it was filmed dark. Yeah, I can just imagine you were like squinting. Was, you're like, nah, I can't do this. Exactly, I was like having anxiety because it was still like too much was going on and it was too dark and the sun was out. And I, out here, over here, and I was, like, doing other stuff at the same time. I'm, like, this is not going to work out. <laughs> like, I'm just, I'm, I'm going to speak about my truth when we talk about the podcast. Because Robert was, like, oh, we can change the topic. I'm, like, no, we're not going to change the topic. We're going to speak what we said we were going to speak. And I will just explain that I could not fully commit to watching to it. watching it. Yeah. <laughs> Which is fine. I mean, you didn't watch a million little things last time so exactly so it was just uh I, I just listened i mean but this one while i was explaining what happened i can understand why it's like very confusing to not know what's going on without watching it because there's so much things that just are connected between both of them and it's hard to connect the two movies without knowing what i'm talking about so who knows maybe somebody will listen to this and not even be spoiled because they'll be like what kind of nonsense was he speaking <laughs> let me just watch it myself to understand yeah, maybe maybe we have now five active listeners so for the fifth person if you do watch this movie, just whatever, just watch the movies let us on know on time and let us know if my give us your uh, verbatim of a review kind of 
matched what happened or not. Give us your Spark Notes review on this film. Yes. Film. Yes. But anyways, um, that's how we're going to wrap it up. We are almost at Halloween. I think it's like three weekends away, right? So Yeah, we have a couple of, I think, Halloween episodes coming up. I think the next one for so the next week is... It would be like the Call of Duty one, but you're not he- here yet. So. I would ha- we would have to do it the... F- no, I think... Let me see. Isn't next week the... That's the 16th? Yeah, isn't that the... Um... It's the weekend of the 16th. So we are probably going to be doing the Would You Survive one. Which is cool. That, yeah. that one's going to be a cool one, though. It's going to be... We're kind of going to go through all of the, like, horror movie, I guess, like, villains, bad people, and see would you survive and how would you survive? And how likely, like... And then we're going to rank them to see which one's, like, has the percentage that, okay, you can survive the most, then, like, which one's, like, for sure, don't even try. Maybe we can find something online on this, and we can do the whole screen share again and go over, you know, the whole survival thing. Yeah, because, I mean, like, I know for a fact that there's some, some, like, horror figures that I just, I wouldn't try even try surviving. (laughs) Just give up right there. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. I, I wouldn't even, like, I feel like I would just rather watch the sidelines <laughs> more than anything. Whenever I get asked those questions, I'm like, why would I ever be in that situation? Yeah. Like, if well, I'm in that situation, I've hung out with the wrong people kind of thing. Like, that's, that's how I think about it. But I will put myself in the shoes of the, um, of the victims as best as I can. All right, guys. So you all have a great night. Remember to listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or whatever listening platform you listen to us in. Our five loyal listeners, hopefully loyal. And, you know, stay tuned. All right, guys. Have a good one. We'll see you next week. I'll hear you.